This episode of Nomad Athlete Radio is brought to you by Ned's collection of full-spectrum hemp oil products, including oils, body butter, lip balm, and their unique natural cycle collection for women. You can get 15% off today with free shipping by going to helloned.com slash nomeat. That's helloned.com slash nomeat and use code nomeat. Hi, this is Hope. This is Kareem. Hi, this is Katie from Washington, D.C., and you're listening to Nomeat Athlete Radio. Matt, did you watch the Super Bowl this year? Well, I had it on. I wouldn't say I really watched it. I'm just, I don't know. I'm just not a sports fan like I used to be. I don't know. Yeah. I want to be. I still like put on all these games. I just never watch them anymore. Do you? Party? I, I, I did go over to someone's house for the second half, so I got there like right as the halftime show was starting. Okay. Um, and it was my first NFL game of the season. Uh-huh. Very nice. Um, yeah, so for me to actually talk about the game itself would not, I don't think, be uh, appropriate. But <laughs> but I did notice, uh, I think at least once, maybe even twice, uh, ads for plant-based burgers. I was going to ask you about that, actually, once you brought this up, because I I didn't I didn't pay attention to the ads, especially this year. But mm-hmm. uh, it seems like fitting. So that's cool. Who, who was doing those ads? I think it's like Plant Life or something. It's a... Uh... They have a red box. Um, I've never actually seen... I've seen them in the grocery store. I've never... Like, they don't get nearly the hype as Beyond and... Yeah, right. And Impossible. I think it's Plant Life. Uh, but they were the ones who, who advertised in the World Series, too, that we talked about. That's right. I remember that. And that may be the burger that we got in uh, Dave & Buster's when they didn't have the Beyond Burger. Light Life. Oh, Light Life. Okay. Light Life, yeah. They're, that's different. That's company's been around forever. They've been have making they? like all these weird sausages and things that often aren't vegan. I think often they have like eggs in them, but maybe they've changed that. I'm guessing they have a yeah. Light Life's new plant based burger looks and feels a lot like a real plant meat burger. Well, who said is that their slogan? No, this is the first <laughs> thing that comes up when you Google it. <laughs> oh, okay. Jeez. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, they had like uh, um, Kristen Bell. And her husband, who's also famous, who I'm blinking on. Mm, uh, I don't know who Kristen Bell is. Is that she's she's, a, she's from Frozen? Um, yeah, she's Anna from Frozen, but she's also in uh, The Good Life don't know and much other stuff. Cool, she, good. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. They, uh, I don't know. It's just it's it's just wild to me. It's wild to me to see plant based burgers being on the biggest stages. Yeah, this is. This, I just had the same. Had the same reaction this was not a huge stage but uh so the other day i was driving home from this little thing my wife and i went away for a little two-day getaway ourselves and enjoyed mm-hmm. that on the way home uh passed a hardy's which I, I don't even notice hardy's i don't don't see them right it's just like it's like uh, the ads on a website you just don't see it it just blocks right. it out of your view <laughs> yeah. um but their big you know their facade or marquee or whatever it is said uh said go beyond on it so yeah I was like, "Well, that's interesting." I showed Aaron, and she said, "Oh yeah, they have a they have a Beyond Burger now." So what? I didn't know that. I missed all that somehow. I think I think I remember that someone said Carl's Jr. or something, which I don't know the relationship between that and Hardee's, but somehow they're related. Uh, they have the same logo. That's yeah, about all I know. That star, right? Yeah. So someone said they've had a plant based burger forever, like hmm. before it was cool. They were having plant based burgers, uh, hmm. but just no one ever got it, and no one ever finds a Carl's Jr. anyway. So, uh, 
I think I think this is a natural extension to that. I don't really know. But I saw a go-beyond sign, went in, got the burger because I had to. Just wanted to try it. And had, had to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, and I haven't, I've kind of gotten off the Impossible Whoppers. I haven't had one in, in several months. Just kind of got sick of them, like like you would expect. Yep. Uh, but anyway, the Beyond Burger, first of all, I was in there. It was like 10.15 a.m., and I they don't they weren't serving lunch yet it was still breakfast time but they said we can make some select items so i figured no way are they going to make this uh but they did they had no problem making that one special and huh. turned out it was delicious really was really good yeah better than impossible by a long shot i think wow um the impossible burger to me tastes like just kind of a you know a crappy uh fast food burger should yep or impossible whopper i guess uh just kind of greasy and gross and like the first time first couple times you have it it's good but then you realize this sort of is gross actually um this one actually wasn't though this was really good and it just it's just i mean not not gourmet burger type burger but in between that and fast food so i found it very enjoyable i if definitely if given the choice now i will go get that one instead was it uh was it you know super thin like the whopper is no that's that's was part of the difference Hmm. somehow it was thicker and at the same time less greasy it could be. Huh. I mean, this is, I just had one, so who knows? But you know, with these fast food places, usually they're pretty standardized in their right. in their processes. Yeah. Although maybe not if you get a lunch sandwich during breakfast. Maybe then it's a little more uh, <laughs> hand cooked. <laughs> anyway, what do what, you? Do, do, well, go ahead. Sorry. The, the part of that that was surprising to me after I got it, I was like, that's you know amazing that they're putting that kind of ads out on the on like that's what's on the main sign under the Hardee's logo mm-hmm. when you're driving past. Like it just. It just, I don't know. It just hit me like, wow, what, this is a crazy world that suddenly that is what is mostly being advertised right now. The single biggest item in a fast food place is the vegan burger. Yeah, that is, it's really impressive. I, don't, I mean, it's just, I don't know. It, the fact that neither of us knew about the Hardee's burger is also <laughs> right. wildly impressive. Right. Right, because, I mean, I don't know. A year ago, that would have been all anyone was talking about. Right. And now they're just, you know, I, I had the, I was at, at an airport the other day. I they had um, at Dunkin' Donuts. They had, I don't know, yep. Impossible something. Or the, I think it's a Beyond Breakfast Patty. Beyond Breakfast Patty, yeah. which I have to say was was rather disappointing. Yeah, because you because because like it's supposed to come with cheese and egg, and so when you remove all that, it's basically just a dry. Right. They, they need some alternative vegan condiment. Yeah. Um, you know, but but it was it was glad to see it, and you know, I got it and paid way too much money since I was at an airport, but. Um, yeah, yeah, but but I, you know, the fact that we didn't even know that Hardee's was doing that is just is, is unbelievable. I think it's uh, really cool. Do you have to do anything to the burger to, like, do you have to take anything off? Uh, I I said no cheese. I have a feeling it comes with cheese typically. Uh, I mm-hmm. also said no mayonnaise, and something about it made me think that it doesn't usually come with mayonnaise. I forget what it was. Okay, so yeah, that was it. Um, also, other vegan meat news, Doug. Remember the KFC? How they're still in the. In yeah, the game a little bit. Are they are they doing it? Are they releasing that? Well, apparently, my mom just sent me just this morning, uh, sent me a text that said, "Headline, uh, if I can find it, KFC sells one million vegan burgers in a month." So, which is a little confusing because Wait, first what? of all, yeah, <laughs> first of all, maybe think that that KFC has a burger, but it's not a burger. It's a chicken sandwich, but for some reason, it's called a burger. I don't understand why. But it's not like a not like a hamburger type thing. It's a it's the chicken sandwich without chicken. Um, 
is the one that was being tested in Atlanta. It said they sell a million in a month, and I have no perspective of whether, well, does that mean that must be nationwide, or does that mean it's still in one restaurant? Uh, turns out they are testing it now in Charlotte, North Carolina, which is our Ooh. capital of our home state. No, not the capital. Is it the capital? <laughs> no. Raleigh's the capital. Raleigh's the capital. Well, should be the capital. <laughs> um, and also in Nashville. Okay. Well, that's good. It is good. Maybe you want to do a road trip to... Uh, but it's not the burger. It's one. a it's a chicken sandwich or a yeah. vegan chicken sandwich. Right? I think that's the idea. Yes. So anyway, it's the, being tested there. It seems like one million in a month is good. Um, of course, some vegans don't like it because they don't want to support KFC no matter what. But, sure. But same with Hardee's and uh, Burger. Yeah. Right? For some reason, in the article, this article was from uh, plantbasednews.org. Anyway, um, it says something about. Many vegans don't like that they're dedicated to the to the slaughter of one single type of animal, hmm. which isn't really any worse than being dedicated to the slaughter of lots of types of animals. Yeah. So Agreed. I don't really understand that. But, uh, you know, that's a whole different discussion of whether you should support these these people that are doing vegan Definitely. or companies that are doing vegan things but aren't nearly vegan in the rest of their operations. Um, and and I, tend, I tend to think it's a good thing. I think it's a, I think we should be encouraging them to have vegan options. I think it's it just, right. I mean, because then uh, it's one less. It's one less chicken sandwich that is sold if someone who's a meat eater buys it. Yeah, um, right. And like we said, yeah. with all the advertising, that probably happens a lot. Mm-hmm. That you know, but it's a different argument. So to me, I think it's hands down a positive thing. Uh, but to me, the argument of whether I want to spend my money there to support it myself is a different question. But yeah. I, I understand that. And also, apparently, uh, the, it, it's cooked in the same fryers as the chicken. Mm. But that goes back to the thing we did a whole episode about, that it's really, that is, doesn't make it any less vegan as far as you're not saving any more animals by insisting that your right. thing not be cooked in that fryer. That um, was a pretty, that was a pretty uh, controversial episode we had there. <laughs> was it? I know you said it was no. going to be. I didn't, did people actually? No, it actually, I don't think it really was, but it <laughs> felt controversial when we were doing it. Yeah. Um. um Anyway, go ahead. so I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the cooked in the same fryer stuff. It's, it's that personal purity thing. And um, even once I, once I even admit that, that you're not saving more animals, it's just personal purity. Does it still feel gross to have be putting something in your body that's that's particles of animal products? I don't know. I, I'm just, I, I can't figure out how I feel about that. I mean, yeah. it does feel gross. Is it too gross to yeah. me to say that I'm not going to ever do that? I don't know. Fry, yeah, fryer feels different than grill. It does. Mm-hmm. But it's probably not. Probably <laughs> um, okay, we have a, a fun little check-in episode, a little mini episode, but mm-hmm. before we get to that, I m- forgot to do this last week, and I was kicking myself after we recorded the episode. Um, oh, right. A couple, of we- a couple of weeks ago, we had our 300th episode of Nomad Athlete Radio, which was a very exciting time, and I said at the very end of it, which, I, you know, if you make it to the very end, then you know you're a diehard listener, I said... Uh, if you've listened to all 300 episodes, I want to hear from you, so to tweet at me. And sure enough, people tweeted. Yeah, how many? Yeah. Uh, let's let's find out. I'm going to go through them right now. Lisa Kiono said she loves the whole yin-yang thing we got going on. Oh, what is that? The me and you? Yeah, me and you. <laughs> Mandy. Okay. Mandy with a bunch of numbers after it, which hopefully that doesn't mean she's a Russian bot. <laughs> but she, she says she just finished episode 300 and oh oh about. no this is oh this is mandy who wrote the salute your shorts song oh okay All yeah right. well mandy's gets shouted out a lot just i know her name 
Professor Zoom listened to all 300 episodes. Couldn't Brian B. Right? What's that? I said no real professor would listen to 300 episodes of this, I don't think. <laughs> Let's Must see. Let's, I'm going to click on his bio. Uh, app composer, herbivore runner. Mm, don't see anything about <laughs> okay, good. being a real professor. But maybe. You okay. never know. Okay. Uh, Brian B. Started listening back in 2017 and went back and listened since episode one. Wow. Steven, our buddy Steven Dunn. Yep. Wow, he's listened to all of them. I didn't realize that. That's what he says. Okay. Bianca Phillips, who's probably tied with Steven as anime's biggest fan, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yes. And See big, name. we're also big fans of Bianca. She mm-hmm. is actively engaged in the Nomad Athlete Radio or Nomad Athlete Academy and uh, right. just a great person. Thank and you, Bianca. Thank you, Bianca. Rachel Baum. No, sorry. Rachel Dom, D O M B. Okay. Um, the Dom.com. The Dom.com. <laughs> she's, she's 19 and has been a listener for years, which is cool. So that means we were in, we were being listened to by high schoolers. <laughs> wow. When she started. Maybe middle school. I don't even know. Wow. And then, and then there was one more uh who sent something on instagram and i'm not sure if i'm gonna be able to find her but i'm just really grateful to all these people yeah i mean that's really cool i didn't i actually did not expect almost anyone i I figured maybe one person would would have done that but uh yeah that's amazing i mean it's cool i think podcasts are neat in that way that you can really you can really get into it i i know the feeling and then you just binge on it and that is awesome, and as Doug said, as you said, Doug, we are uh, endlessly grateful. That is that is really cool that people care that much about what we're yeah. doing. Yeah, Ambie, that was Ambie. Uh, Ambie is the one who reached out on Instagram. She didn't have Twitter. I don't know. It just uh, it was it just it uh, I don't know. It just makes me like you like I don't know if this is what you're saying or not because I was looking at my phone trying to figure it out. But um, you know, we we talk to each other, we talk through these mics, and we put it out in the world, and there's so little feedback from people. Um, and so it's 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 just cool to hear that people have been with us for that long. Yeah, and I don't know if that's the nature. Maybe there are podcasters who do it better and have better channels set up for feedback to happen somehow. Mm-hmm. But the difference between writing blog posts where where there would just be comments all the time and immediate if you put it on social media, there'd be people talking about it. Just podcasts, you don't get that because people it takes an effort to go listen to something and then you know an hour later or or a day later when you finally listen to the episode, you're not nearly as likely to you know respond right. to that post where you saw it um and so it's it, like you said it's just always been this thing where we, we really except for looking at the numbers uh we don't really know that people are listening to it except mm-hmm. when they come up at a live event and say oh my gosh i love the podcast so much uh or you know now and then when we ask for this sort of stuff or they tweet or they write songs for it i mean you know little things like that happen that are amazing but uh yeah it just it doesn't it just feels like you're just kind of sending this thing off into a vortex but uh that is amazing yeah it really is. It's a lot of hours. A lot of hours of listening. A lot of hours of listening. Hopefully, yeah. multitasking or something. Yeah, or I don't know. I could I could see them sitting in a comfy chair, listening <laughs> to the, our soothing voices, our yin yang voices. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the yin yang thing is. I mean, are you, people used to always say you guys have you guys have a good uh, a good little rapport or banter or something. I don't know what it was they said. Maybe that's what that's what. She yeah, said. I'm sure that's I'm sure that's what they're talking about. Uh, Matt, I'm going to shut a door so you can keep talking, um, but it started raining and you can hear that, so I'm going to shut this door. Okay.
All right, I'm back. Okay. Good. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> did, 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 you, did I miss anything important? No, I just I just let let the space be and heard okay. the door shut and all that. <laughs> all right, so let's uh, let's get into our actual episode topic today, Doug. Yes, let's we do it. are doing something a little different, revisiting an episode we did at the beginning of the year, uh, which was it's about our New Year's ago. New Year's. I mean, I guess there were resolutions, sort of New Year's mindset plans. Um, I doubt we have revisited a New Year's episode in in our history of three hundred episodes, which. I think it's sort of significant because to me, I was I was sort of impressed. I mean, I like resolutions, I like goals, I like all that stuff. To be honest, most of the time when you set something, I, I might set like last year. I had I had three or four big ideas that I wanted to do. I ended up the only one I actually did pretty well was the language, like learning Spanish and making some progress with Italian. Um, I, I made really good progress with those. Everything else just sort of fell away. This is the first year in a long time that I can remember where. All my resolutions, like kind of everything I wanted to do, made it into February. So yesterday I printed off a habit tracker sheet, which I hadn't been keeping up for the first three days of February, but printed off yesterday and just kind of filled in what I knew to be true. Um, and and it occurred to me, like, wow, I've made it into February with, with you know, still maybe not quite the same enthusiasm, but with, with all these things kind of still intact. Um, that's not to say at all that they've been perfect, but I just thought it was interesting, and to me, it it signifies that this method of there's something to this little method game thing that I that I came up with to try to find a way of, of managing habits that aren't meant to be everyday habits. Mm-hmm. Um, just it's hard. Like if you can't if you're not if the goal isn't keep a daily streak going, uh, then then what is the goal and how can you know that you know you're having some success with it? So um, it's been working and and it sounds well, uh, like you got something working too, right? Yeah, at, mine has, has morphed a little bit, but it's turned something bigger and more exciting, I think, than uh, than the original one. So cool. I, I'm kind of excited to talk about that. But let's start with yours, and uh, why don't you write, remind everybody about what you, what your goal was, and then uh, we can talk about how that's changed. Or sure. If it's changed. So I had I had kind of two parts, but fit probably 15 different sort of activities, habits in here. Um, my parts were I had these everyday habits that I thought I wanted to you know, like a lot of people have kind of just this operating system maintenance thing that happens, right? Where you meditate every day or you do your fitness every day, whatever, you know, journaling, whatever the everyday habits are that are important that you want to keep going and that you truly are trying to make every day. Uh, eating certain ways, you know, not, not well, not drinking is different because that's not an everyday. Um, but anyway, you got that side. Then I had all this other stuff where I've had plenty of resolutions about these things. Like I'm going to play you know, drums or guitar every day or more. Uh, I'm going to cook more. I'm going to read more. I'm going to, you know, spend more time just watching movies or whatever. So I have all these different things that I, over the years, have tried turning into resolutions, and it has never worked. So this year I said, none of those things, like the examples I just said, none of those is really meant to be an everyday habit. It just doesn't, when I've tried before, it doesn't work or it just doesn't fit that kind of model. Um... So what I said was, I'm just going to give myself a little reward, a mark, or a, and I had the idea to like have some sort of physical thing, which I have not implemented yet, uh, but you know, like you might put a marble in a jar, or a penny in a jar, or a paperclip in a jar, or something where you, you are adding something to the pile so that you can see the pile growing, um, because in the absence of like a tracking sheet where you're seeing all these big X's line up as the days go on, um, 
and in the absence of it being a single activity that you can just watch progress happening in, uh, I want there to be some sort of, you know, visual reminder here that makes me feel good and reminds me of all the things I've done. Instead, all I've done is written down a little note of every time I've done one of these activities that to me fits in here, whether it is, because one of the things I want to do is watch more movies, like just sit down, watch movies with the family, enjoy those, uh, you know, a movie costs, costs $6 million for someone, or $60 million for someone to make, costs you an hour, or maybe if you go to the movies, it costs you, I guess it costs two hours, but if you go, it costs maybe 10 bucks, right? And it's amazing that we can do this thing, and I, I just never do it, and I just don't make time for that. Uh, playing games, like board games, uh, cooking a new meal that I haven't made before, uh, finishing a book, going on a date with my wife, hanging out with friends, like all these different things that I always say, I wish I did more of that thing. I just give myself a point every time I do one of those. And I have a big list of what they are, and that list is kind of changing as what what might count. Um, but anyway, my point is not just to make X's on paper. It's to actually have some sort of you know physical thing, and I haven't done that yet, but, like, but I want to. Um, but every time I do one of these things, I write down what the recipe is that I made, what the movie is that I watched, what the book is that I finished, where my wife and I went, uh, who I reached out to with a call or text. And so like, I don't know, there's not a lot of consistency as far as like how much time these different things take. Some of them are very quick. Some of them are longer, but I don't know. To me, they all kind of have a similar weight to them, uh, as far as their, their difficulty for me to do them. Uh, and anyway, I got to the end of January, counted them up, and I was at like 45 of these things. Uh, and I have them all listed out as what, what they actually were. And wow. four or five days into February, I have probably 10 more. And it's just, it's actually working really well. And at the end of the day, when I kind of just write down the things that I got done that day, as far as these types of things, mm-hmm. uh, it feels really good to know that I got, even if it was just two, it just feels like, wow, I did two things that are meaningful enough for me to write them down. Yeah. Uh, look back at later, remember, remember what I did on this particular day. So it's, it's actually working really well and it's been really fun. It has kept me enthused about things. Um, the, the downside of it, I guess it's, if it's a downside is that the everyday habits, I really kind of not done, like none of them have I been good at stringing together a full, you know, 30 days of in a row. Um, it's easy for me to slack off on those because I somehow like I didn't want to get myself points for those. I don't want that to uh, contribute here because I don't. I wouldn't want to get to the end of the year and say, look, I accumulated seven hundred paper clips or whatever, uh, but three hundred of them are for meditating, right? I, like I just don't want little daily habits like that that aren't really um, that no one of them is significant by itself. I just don't want that to ruin this, <laughs> you know. So. In that way, it makes me less excited to do that daily stuff. And I feel like there's no real penalty if I don't do that. Yeah. Um, so I have not figured that out. Got to figure that part out. But what I realized when I said yesterday I printed off a new habit tracker, mm-hmm. this, what I'm thinking of as the fun side of the New Year's stuff, um, it's keeping me like just in the game and wanting to do those daily habits. Uh, so while they're not nearly perfect streaks and some of them have week-long gaps where i don't do it once in in whatever the habit might be meditating for example um somehow like doing this thing that kind of does keep bringing me back to my journal and writing things down and making little notes of what i did um it's making me like not forget about that daily stuff i'm seeing my little habit tracker that's there 
Uh, and, I'm, and so I am still doing things. It's just that they're kind of inconsistent. But that is much better than other daily habit resolutions I've had where I do it for the first week and then I just completely drop it right. and, and literally don't look at that again until the end of the year. So in that way, it's good. So I need, need to refine this game a little bit uh, uh-huh. and I need to somehow build, build that in. But uh, you get more points for the daily habits? Yeah, I mean, or any points for them. Or any but points, I don't want, yeah. But like I said, I don't want those to... To like take over. Yeah, and they totally would. So yeah. I'm, I haven't figured that out. Uh, open to suggestions from those six people who listened to all 300 episodes. <laughs> Just those guys. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, love to hear no. way to do that. I like when you when you last or during the New Year's episode when you pointed out that I had sort of gamified my life in this way. Uh, it made me think like, ah, oh, this is kind of silly. Like I I didn't mean for this to become gamified thing i really just wanted to have something where i could have a little visual thing that reminds me that i'm doing a pretty good job or not doing a good job with you know taking moments to do special things during every day um and and special things meaning sort of enrichment things things that like you could easily go a day without doing and there's no loss to that but you wouldn't want to go a month or a year without doing a bunch of these things because it's kind of for me it's like the fun part of life is the important stuff so anyway um the point was never make this into a game. It was it was find some sort of way to turn it into a visual thing. And ironically enough, I haven't done the visual part um, except for having it written down. But it's working really well. I'm super excited about it and uh, going to keep refining it, figuring out better ways to decide what counts and what doesn't, and figure out what the uh, with the daily habits. But all in all, it's actually been a surprise and a success. Hey, I I really love this for a number of reasons. Uh, <laughs> First of all, because I'm I'm just excited for you that you're happy about this and uh, feeling good. Uh, but also, I mean, I, you know, I, I think that this idea of just doing something that's enjoyable, but, you know, and as also happens typically to be, you know, a healthy habit, probably, um, mm-hmm. it, uh, you know, to just do it in a way that's so low pressure like this, it just feels really natural and really good. Um, I'm curious... Have you, how many days are you like, you know, reaching the end of the workday or whatever and, and you're thinking to yourself, oh, I haven't done anything yet. Like what, what's my thing going to be for the day? Or are you ending the day, like getting ready for bed and being like, oh, I did all those things and, uh, and it was just kind of natural and I don't even have to think about it. It's definitely the latter. Um, although I said it's been like 50 things now in maybe 35 days, um, that seems like a lot, but to me somehow all of these actually seem significant. Like when I get in bed at night, I don't I don't often notice if I didn't do any of them. And I'm sure there's been a handful of days where I didn't do any of these things and didn't accumulate any any quote unquote points. Um, but when I at the same time when I do get in bed and I'm ready to be done, it's really easy for me to remember the two or three things today. I, oh yeah, I cooked that new meal today and I finished that book today, or whatever. And so like. It just it's just very easy for me to they're significant enough that I don't forget them. Um but if they don't happen I don't notice that I didn't do any new ones. Right? It's not it's not that kind of ritual where like I every night pull out my journal and write down whether I did or didn't get any new ones. Right. It's just right. it's just because they're kind of big things. I mean big relative, right? So to some people making a new recipe not big at all. To me mm-hmm. it it kind of is. It's it's a new uh thing that I tried that day. Well, so I guess I guess what I'm trying to get to is, um, like, how often are you actually deciding, I'm going to do this, 
because it's something I should do versus um, like if you had been thinking about it this way last year, how many like how many of these would you have done anyway? And now you're just kind right. of discovering that you are doing a bunch of yes, good that's, things. Yes, that's a good question. Um, I have a sense that I am, I think I'm probably doing about twice as many things as I would be doing. Uh, you know, a few times I've said, how about we watch a movie tonight to my wife? Or how about we play a game tonight? And like, I would never have said that thing before. Uh, somehow this is just making me conscious of opportunities when I could get something like that done. And I don't mean get it done, like, you know, so that I get the point, but like, there's an opportunity for me to enjoy this time with family or for myself or whatever. Um, it just kind of raised my level of awareness about things, I guess. Um, same with cooking, like, like if I finish work for the day and kind of just don't know what I'm going to do now, very often I'll say, Hey, if I went and cooked now, that would save us from having to think about what we're going to have to eat later. And I'm sure my wife would really like that if she, you know, is surprised that it turns out I'm cooking tonight. Um, also several times I have been reading and been, you know, 80% done a book. And I start thinking, man, if I, if I just get to the end of this thing, uh, I'll be able to write it down as another thing done. And that has helped me, I think, push a little bit harder with mm. that kind of stuff just to get it finished. So I bet, I bet it's about twice as much. Um, but yeah, it's a good point. Certainly some of these I, I would be doing anyway, unless I were in a very miserable place in my life and not really right. doing anything fun. But even even if it is just half of them, or even if it's less than that, like I, you know, I still think that that's a win because now you're thinking about it and you're feeling good about right. it, right? It's like encouraging this kind of positive thinking and positive actions, and um, you know, it's it's just like writing a gratitude list. You know, oftentimes when you do those every day, when you're in the habit of, of kind of keeping track of gratitude stuff, um, you know, it's not necessarily like you're doing things just to put on put them on the list. But at the end of the day, you realize, wow, you know, I'm, uh, there's a lot that happened today that I'm grateful for. Right. And that just kind of makes you reframe the day. And so even if it is just half, or even if it's less than that, like, I think that this is just an awesome, awesome way to kind of approach life. I like it. Yeah, I think, it's, I think what you said is a good point. I hadn't really thought of that. But you're right, like every time I do write these things down again, or when I look back at this list and sort of, sort of count up how many I have, um, I am reminded again, of, right? So like, you did something once and you enjoyed it once quite possible that you just never think about it again. Like I probably would not remember that I watched the movie Frequency earlier this year with my son. We just wanted to watch a time travel movie so we watched it. <laughs> but like cuz it was it was kind of forgettable. I mean I've seen it before, it was enjoyable, but we just took the time to watch it and like I don't know, since then I've because I wrote it down, because I've revisited it 10 times looking at that page again, um you know, you get a little more enjoyment out of the thing that you did. So I think I think that's a really important point that you write it and you remember it. Uh, so anyway, I don't know. The, with, you know, the point of this game, if we're going to call it that, was never that I was going to be writing things down. I was just going right. to add a paperclip to the pile. Um, but I kind of like the writing down thing. So maybe maybe now it will become a journaling thing that you know at the end of the day you just jot down the ones you did mm -hmm. in addition to this other thing. So I don't know, but uh, glad it's working and um, I'm glad that you that you think it's cool too. I'm glad that you. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm really inspired by this. I'm much more inspired right now than, than I was when you said it in January. Mm -hmm. Good. Well, so, all right. Good. So that's that's my my sitch. How about you? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I'm glad. And I, I hope we can check in again on that uh, in yeah, six months or something and, and see how it is. Definitely.
Yeah, so um, I've got an update, too, of kind of how my, my resolutions have transformed over the last month. Mm-hmm. But um, I think first we should take a second to thank our sponsor. Yes, let's do that. This episode of Nomad Athlete Radio is brought to you by Ned's collection of full-spectrum hemp oil products, which contains CBD extracted from the finest organic hemp plants, and it's all grown with love on a small 12-acre homestead in the beautiful farmland of Paonia, Colorado. From seed to bottle, Ned's premium small-batch products are slow-crafted to deliver superior quality while supporting independent farmers, communities, and the environment, Doug. And I know you love the environment. I absolutely do. And uh, I don't know about you, Matt, but it seems like CBD is popping up everywhere these days. Yep. I'm seeing it just, I mean, every time you go into a store, you see like a new CBD kombucha drink or something. It's like it's like the vegan burger of uh, of herbal supplements. It's everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But not all CBD is created equal. I can personally attest to this. I've tried several different types of oil and CBD products, and Ned is without a doubt a premium product. It is my favorite, my go-to right now, um, and uh, it has won, won over my CBD heart. <laughs> Everything about about it from the, ta- the taste to the testing that they do to how they how they grow the hemp and process the hemp. You can just feel and experience the the premiumness of the product, <laughs> if that's a, if that's a thing. And when you're putting something inside your body and rubbing it on you know on your skin, you want to have confidence that it is a quality product, right? Of course. But if you're new to CBD, I should point out that with CBD there is no addiction or high. Uh, it just helps you smooth and heal. It's smooth or soothe, Doug? Soothe. Soothe. <laughs> it soothes the mind, soothes the body. Yes, that's actually very important to me, and uh, I, I looked into that quite a bit, and uh, happy to know that there is no addiction or high. I actually like the uh, their hand lotion, and my wife is uh, also a super big fan of uh, Ned's products. Great. I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, my CBD uses, usage uh, in the evening time, and when we're, talking, <laughs> when we're talking about my habits here, but they also produce... Lip balms and a collection specifically for women by women to help with menstrual discomfort and hormone balance. You can get 15% off today with free shipping by going to www.helloned.com slash no meat. That's www.helloned.com slash no meat and use the code no meat. All right. So I don't know if you remember, Matt, but my New Year's resolutions were... I had some like really specific goals, but uh, the resolutions were pretty general they were to eat more whole foods Mm -hmm. less screen time and less alcohol good simple easy like simple easy easy. not no no specific rules and constraints and i was a little bit worried about that because i tend to be someone who who thrives with like something that i can really know if i'm doing it right or doing it wrong kind of thing yeah right um so i was a little bit worried about that going into it um but I decided to kind of take this this other approach because I, you know, I thought maybe possibly it would work a little bit better uh, with resolutions that I'm notorious for not sticking to. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I have realized is that all of those things have ended up shaping my evening, my my evening routine, my bedtime routine, significantly ah. over the last uh, over the last month. And I don't, I did not anticipate that at all. But it just happens, you know. You eat a big dinner, which would be around a lot of food whole foods right. you uh oftentimes drink in the evening right yep and uh, a lot of my negative screen habits were at, uh, around nighttime interesting so without kind of even thinking about it, without even planning it it's just turned into this nightly routine i we've been eating earlier with with eliza 
um, before, you know, we'd always sit, sit down at the table and she'd kind of eat and we would either snack or just kind of sit and watch her. But she just eats so early. I just had a hard time kind of getting in the habit of, of eating with her, but we've pur- pur- purposely made a conscious effort to try to have those meals together. Um, and that has meant that because she eats pretty healthy, <laughs> that we eat pretty healthy too when, uh, when we're with her. And, and it's eliminated the snack, the like kind of pre-dinner snack. Mm-hmm. And as you know, I'm a big snacker. Um, so that's been really nice with the Whole Foods. And um, I've made a, this is kind of a, a rule, I guess, that uh, I'm not snacking after 8 p.m. Um, and, you know, oftentimes I would have a post-dinner kind of, I don't know, something that wasn't necessarily healthy. Um, so that has helped significantly with the with the whole eating more whole foods. Um, drinking, uh, since I'm eating earlier, uh, I'm often not, and I used to be in the habit of like having a drink with dinner, mm-hmm. you know, at six o'clock, I'm not necessarily ready for a drink yet. Um, and so I've been, you know, oftentimes not having a drink with dinner. And right. then, and then it's a lot easier for me to just not have a drink. Yeah. Right. Um, so that's been, that's been really nice. Very cool. Um, and then, uh, oh, with screens. Yep. So we did also set a hard rule with, uh, of being no screens. It started no screens in bed and then it became no you screens. You together? Both yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then it became no screens in the bedroom. Kindle, Kindle count as screen or not? That passes, right? It's okay. Kindle paper white counts. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, uh, that has helped with the no screen thing. So now we've moved it into the no screens in the room, mm-hmm. um, which is great. I, I'm like really loving that. And, and because I've been running earlier in the mornings, I've also been going to bed earlier, which means like, I, I you know, we're kind of cutting off screens. If we, if we do sit down to watch a movie or, or watch something, um, after dinner, after Eliza goes to bed, then, uh, we're kind of cutting it off a little earlier. Right. So it's just kind of like fallen into place um and it's been really nice there's a couple other small things i've been doing that are somewhat related to just evening routine um if i'm replacing kind of my dinner cocktail or dinner beer uh not really cocktail uh with tea or sparkling water and that's been really nice mm-hmm. um i got eight an eye mask because uh, katie stays up reading later than i do ah okay and because i i just i have no, i typically Especially when I take my Ned CBD oil before bed, which <laughs> which I do, um, I, d- I don't have a ton of trouble falling asleep these days. Uh, right. And so, you know, I'll read like five pages, and then I'll get drowsy. And yeah, and um, and so I've been throwing the eye mask on, and that has been awesome. Do you ever use an eye mask? No, I never have. Me either. And I actually kind of like stub my nose at it. Uh, I don't know. It just seemed uncomfortable and. Yeah. Weird, but it is awesome. It's so dark and it just like <laughs> applies this gentle pressure on your face that just feels really nice. Uh-huh. I almost took it to Colorado because I just loved it that much. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. What's what are they made out of? Like fabric? Yeah, like cotton. Okay. A nice soft cotton. Uh-huh. You can get them cheap on online or wherever. And it doesn't bother you don't like wake up in the middle of the night and like rip it off angrily and like hate it? No, every, I mean, every once in a while I'll wake up and um, notice that it's still on, but that, you know, the light's off and, uh, or Katie's done reading and I'll just put it on my bedside table. But most of the time it just falls off at some point throughout the night and I, and the next morning I just have to dig around the sheets to find it. Right. Um, wow. Yeah. I love the eye mask. Big fan of that. 
Cool. Been taking the CBD oil, and if I, I oftentimes feel antsy in the evening if I didn't, if like especially if I ran early in the morning and didn't really do anything after that. Uh-huh. And so I've been trying to kind of get those antsinesses out, antsies out, by doing a little like gentle yoga or legs up the wall or something, uh, kind of during that transition time between hanging out and getting ready for bed. Wow. Yeah. So what uh, what do you do in the evenings then? Because like we have said before. A lot of times when I was having a beer every day at the end of the day, which I enjoyed for a while, mm-hmm. um, like you, also trying to get away from that, and with some success have, uh, that would often be like what I did in the evening. <laughs> I think right, It would just yeah, be one totally. beer. But somehow it would, you know, it might take 45 minutes to drink it, and then for the next 45 minutes you kind of just mellowed out and relaxed and like wasn't very good at reading or anything. Just sort of, I don't know, mm-hmm. chilled out, happy. Um, so now, and, and what I've noticed in times when I have cut that out, is that it feels like you have tons of time in the evening to just do stuff. So if you're eating earlier and you're not drinking most evenings mm-hmm. and you're not able to just be on your phone fooling around anymore, then what uh, what are you doing what to do pass you do? the time? <laughs> it's a good we're not, question. We're not to pass the time, but what, what are you doing with that time? That, that's, yeah. That's no, it's, it, and it's been, for the most part, it's been a significantly more productive time. Yeah, I've, uh, I've been doing, so. doing some reading. I've been doing actually quite a few like at home strength workouts, uh-huh. um, you know, just half hour or something. Uh, again, if I ran in the morning, then, you know, it's awesome. feels good to kind of move my body in the evening. And, and so to do something like that, um, Katie and I've been like hanging out and talking, <laughs> you know, <laughs> not that we didn't do that before, but, uh, I don't know, like, uh, we've been planning some trips and, and things like that and just kind of, you know, sitting yeah. down together and doing some productive stuff there. Um, we, you know, of course, we watch some stuff sometimes, um, mm-hmm. which is actually the harder time not to have a drink because that would often be, you know, if I had a beer with dinner and started it with dinner, I'd kind of transition it over, right, to hanging out on the couch. Um, so that's when I'm, I'm typically replacing that with uh, sparkling water or tea. And what kind of tea are you doing when you, when you have tea instead? It depends on when I get it. It's always some sort of herbal, but uh, like hot tea, CBD um, tea. No you CBD tea. No, no CBD tea. <laughs> um, but. Uh, uh, like it, it, depending on when I do it. So last night, for example, at band practice, I got home a little later, um, and uh, Katie was watching something. And I sat down with her, and I made a, a sleepy time tea, uh-huh. uh, which is great. But you know, but sometimes it's just kind of a, just a general herbal tea. It's always no caffeine. Oh yeah, never no, yeah, never caffeine after three o'clock. Right. Um, I am a daily green tea drinker, as we've talked about, but. Um, yeah. No, not, not, I, I've also been trying to do tea in the evening and want to drink more green and white tea. And I've kind of had that little thing about, uh, like, I don't know. I mean, herbal tea is fine, but I'd like to get this extra benefit that comes, I think, in my opinion, from green and white tea. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just don't know if it's going to mess with sleep or not. So I, the white tea, I think, is very low in caffeine. So I've done that. But yeah. I'm just curious about you. I, you know, I find that I like the teas that have some sort of, like, bite to them, like ginger or, mm-hmm. I don't know, some something that turmeric even uh yeah. something that like gives it a little bit more bite and maybe that's because it reminds me a little bit more of like the bite of a yeah. alcoholic drink or I something yep. um but you know if i if i have a like a herbal tea that's just kind of very bland i think some people like that uh but i have not enjoyed that as much right gotcha um yeah i don't know so it, so it's just been kind of it's, it's been interesting that to set these intentions of of 
those three intentions, the whole foods, the no screen or less screen and less alcohol by just setting those intentions, it's kind of turned into something much bigger than that. Um, that has yeah. honestly felt great. Like I'm sleeping amazingly and, uh, I haven't been sick in like four weeks, knock on wood, which is amazing for, <laughs> for, for how having children during the winter. Yep. Um, and I don't know, it just, it feels really good. Very good. Well, good for you, dog. I'm happy to hear that. And again, kind of interested that uh, that this is the first year we've ever revisited yeah. New Year's habits. And it's also the first year, we, as we said during the New Year's habit episode, when we were talking about these, uh, it was the first year in a while that neither of us has had like a big, I don't know, like we just kind of like to do the big goal setting on New Year's, have something big that's going to change everything when you do it. And this year, both of us were like, well, I really just want to have some really good, nice habits that next year this time i'll feel really great for having done um so probably that goes to show you that that these sort of things are a better choice for new year's than the big giant goal Mm -hmm. um maybe that's not true maybe some people or maybe maybe if one out of 50 of those giant goals hits then it's then it's worth it i don't know um but it's interesting that that we both feel more consistent when we kind of set our i don't want to say set our sights lower but just just change what we were what we were aiming for and the way we were thinking about it. Yeah. Agreed. I think, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's been kind of cool. Definitely. Good. Well, I'm glad to hear that we're both, both the good vibes are still going. I will say. Yin yang is still happening. <laughs> update on my, uh, my running mm-hmm. is less exciting. I've been, you know, I've, I've been running and I've been doing the strength work. Um, but I just, uh, I kind of envision myself now two months out from Hellbender being uh, just a chisel, chiseled machine and, and haven't quite quite landed on that. <laughs> well, small steps. Small steps. That's Next what. year's Hellbender, you'll be... You'll be <laughs> yeah. I don't know. At least I'm sleeping better, right? That's right. I mean, I'm serious about next year, right? It's, I mean, it sounds like we're just putting it off, but if you, if you really, if it took... I don't know. I mean, the thing about small habits like this is it takes a while to start to notice those benefits, right? To, to, I don't know. I mean, having less alcohol, I guess, maybe. It's not like either of us were drinking so much that it would really affect the next day. Um, So that's one that, you know, I mean, maybe you might start to notice almost immediate impact of. But eating better, uh, less screen time, and more deliberate activity in the evening. I just think it's going to, it takes three or six months to like, really start those things start to pile up so i i really i think a year from now assuming you stay on this um i bet you will have found yourself you know making progress towards towards whatever you're talking about with being chiseled and all that (laughs) (laughs) right yeah right maybe maybe that'll sprout up five months into the year that you'll get really into fitness because of all this Mm -hmm. groundwork that you have laid in during this time so i don't know who knows maybe you're (laughs) thinking but maybe i'll go out and run the hellbender course by myself there you go. With the baby stroller. With the baby stroller. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, okay. All right. Well, this right. is good. This is. I'm glad we did this. It's nice to hear. Uh, nice to hear the update, and hopefully, hopefully, there's enough of kind of like uh, enough to pull from our our updates that can be a little motivating for for you guys as well. Because hearing yours certainly motivated me. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Mm-hmm. All right. Good. Then we will be back next week. All right. Okay. Thanks, everyone. Especially those six people. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Bye. Bye.